This is a show we call Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasting on all frequencies throughout the known galaxy, all the way from here to Nessus. We are killing it, talking about our favorite game, Destiny 2, and all the good things with it. Um, Don't forget that you can follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, and Audible, all those great places. You can follow the show and enjoy the entertainment that we have to offer. If you are here from TikTok, welcome. If you are here from Twitter, welcome. We enjoy that y'all check us out uh, on these platforms. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. That way you get updates of all the brand new episodes. And make sure that you check us out on like, whatever platform that you enjoy. You, you even can rate you can even rate the show on Spotify. Rate it. You can review us on Apple Podcasts. So make sure that you do that because that way people can find us better. Um, we are going to be doing some cool things soon where we open up our Discord for people, so get ready for that. And just uh, just be hyped, because like the game is thriving right now. Like All the news we have to talk about is going to be insane. And like we had a specific plan for this week, and then Bungie just said, fuck that. <laughs> Here's some information you're going to need for next season. Right, like, like it's just all that good shit. And the thing is, like, after last season where we just didn't hear anything about Solar 3.0, I was just kind of like, yeah, that's fine. I'm not worried about it. And then they just go, here's all the shit from Arc 3.0. And I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, So that was the cool thing we got yesterday was a, a, like, a, a, like an inside look at Arc 3.0. Oh, what am I doing? Uh, my name is Panda the Paladin. Uh, we have the crew... Of two titans and a, and a hunter being hooligans up against this motherfucker. Toll, how you doing? I'm a warlock in training now. Oh my god! So I don't know. You titans... you still a titan in training after after the vow of disciple today? Hey hey, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm I'm the best thunder crash titan this side of the dreadnought. The dreadnought's not even. We don't even know if we're getting the dreadnought back. Like you need to calm down. The, the dreadnought, but the dreadnought's still there. That's fair. The dreadnought moved. is still at Saturn. We just haven't gone to it. Yeah, it's still there. It's still there. <laughs> and then we got the best hunter we know, uh, the coolest uh, wearer of mask of Bacchus besides Atrax, because <laughs> it's literally Atrax's face. <laughs> Prismatic, how you doing? I'm all right. You know, just another Thursday. Can't wait for it to be Friday, cause then the weekend. Right. How do you do? You enjoy wearing somebody else's face. I mean, it's been a while since I've worn it, but yeah. <laughs> Why? I mean, you said it was your favorite exotic. I mean, it is. I haven't found anything else that quite tickles my fancy like it does. But that's valid. It gets me out of sticky situations in Crucible, which was what I needed it for. Understandable, understandable. You know, back in so, the day when I was actually in Crucible. <laughs> you need to get back in Crucible. You are a savage. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, hopefully these R3.0 changes got you excited. Because I think you got everything you were looking for if we compare notes Hunters from the last couple eat. episodes. Everybody's eating this update. Everybody's got something to look forward to. I, 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 I'll be honest. I think everybody's eating good besides Warlocks. Like, everybody else got what they wanted and then Warlocks just got, like, 
one thing. <laughs> like, yeah. they got a couple boosts, yeah. and then it was like, cool, you have a cool electro ball teleport thing. That's all you really get. Well, like, you warlocks have been eaten since Void 3.0. Like, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, y'all be eating good for a minute. Um, so it's I, I want for like, Titans to get something. Mm, Titans are eating good because we, we got. Real good. They, I don't know what I don't know what Bungie was on, but I would like some of it because they were like, you know, what would be a good idea bringing Juggernaut back. And I'm just sitting here like, who thought that was a great idea? Because I love them. Yeah, I'm I'm like I'm just hype, bro. Like the the like I'm I'm like thinking over here, Juggernaut plus Antaeus Wards, bro. Like that's it's so good. And the thing about it is, we're not gonna like recap the entire arc 3.0 article because every like every content creators made it like a video about that already so like support your favorite content creators check out like the twab if you haven't read the twab yet and like check out the art the arc 3.0 article but like we're, we're just, like talking about some of our favorite things like prismatic how you feeling how you feel about arc 3.0 did you get what you wanted are you happy i mean yeah technically speaking i got everything that i asked for in the other podcast that we did talking about this we got a brand new super <laughs> we're getting you know they combined all the pole dancing into one. I'm very excited to see this new uh, fanatic, <laughs> uh, fanatic super. As fingers crossed that it actually does a thing and doesn't just flop. But you're not the only one that's called it the fanatic super. Like, what you mean by that? Uh, it's the way that Bungie described it. Well, no, it's it's not even that. It's just it says that you launch your your pull and slam it into the ground and it has a big AOE, right? Well, that's like Fickroll yeah. from the strike from Forsaken. You know, that thing that New Lights will have no idea about. Um, when he <laughs> slams his his uh, staff into the ground and it creates that big arc area of attack around him, you know, the big bubble that uh, you want to get out of. Yeah. That. That's what it sounds like, based on the way that they I mean, kind of, yeah. So... That's logical. Fanatic super for when my brain can't remember Fickroll. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, if they go off to the, if they do the the sever missions from the season, they kind of get to see it <laughs> or do Shadow Keep. <laughs> well, I mean, they'll they'll see if you play if they played the missions, they'll be like, okay, who is the Scorn and why is he calling Crow Daddy? Like, what's happening here? He calls him Father. Ah, you know, potato, potato. You call him Daddy. No. no, 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 no. Damn, you just got called out on live air. That was great. Why is everybody just? I hate that word so much. What? Why do you daddy. hate daddy? Daddy for me but is on the daddy. I love you. Uh, kids are innocent. Kids are precious. It's fine when it's a child. When it's adults, daddy and mommy both. I'm just. I'm good. I mean, hey, we ain't gonna kick shame on this podcast. Oh, no. But so, like, I will never yuck somebody else's yum. But if you ever look at me and we're like, oh, mommy, I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> Which is valid. You can take that. Um, that so, from there, like, 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 in terms of the hype, I feel like the hype is real. Very much in terms of for Titans. I'm I'm ner- the one thing that I'm nervous about in terms of the for, for Titans is in, in the article they say they put the fist of havoc that the, while they did b- b- boost the aoe they said they put it somewhere between top tree and bottom tree in terms of like length and power and i'm like what does that mean 
what, like what does that mean like they both suck like what what do you mean Bungie? like that's my biggest concern is like both of them are actually kind of ass so if you're gonna boost it just boost it now and, and like i remember i remember frostbolt put out a video about it and i made and i commented it before we were all afraid they were gonna nerf thunder crash they're like now we ain't go mess with it and like maybe you can boost it with some of the echoes or fragments or whatever and i'm like okay that sounds that sounds dope but like we boost this got- to havoc though as long as I can still be the ammo, I am okay. <laughs> be the ammo. I just, I, 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 I need Fist of Havoc. Like, if it gets to the point where we have to boost Fist of Havoc, the, like, mid-season, the way we had to boost Burning Ball, that's going to get frustrating. Like, that really is a frustrating situation where all, we, all I'm asking for is for you to buff this and you you just refuse to do it like and the thing about it is i'm not saying buff it across the board i'm saying buff it in pve because it, like i'll even post the video on the the uh the, the cosmodrome radio twitter where i literally we in, in prismatic did a sever mission for gall where i popped it and, and just hit the r1 multiple times the light attack multiple times on, on gall and it did nothing it did barely any damage and it was just so appalling as to how come other roaming supers can do so much damage to bosses. And someone could make the argument of, well, not every roaming super can do that much damage. But if I like, like you can, you can at least use like hammers in high end, like high end PVE, like at a GM, or you can use like, hopefully we can use arc staff now at high end PVE, or we can use Nova warp in certain situations. But or Dawnblade even, but for some reason, Fist of Havoc has been neglected in PVE since it came out. Like since they fixed it, it wasn't just a slam in D1. You know what I mean? Yeah, Fist of Havoc needs some loving, but I need to get my hands on on it when Arc 3.0 comes out to be like, yeah, no, this needs to be fixed, or yeah, no, it's fine. Like all right now, this is all speculation, just because we don't know the damage numbers yet we don't know what bungie did to it right i just i'm I'm concerned but if any at the very least it looks promising i feel like and i even made a tiktok about it i got like a bunch of backlash from like warlock mains who were like or actually it was, it was like it was just like a lot of people they were saying like oh like like warlocks needed to get hit and warlocks didn't need much i'm like no nah, warlocks kind of got cheated with the this quote like they got a cool melee they got a cool movement ability but they didn't say anything about buffing chaos reach back to where it was they didn't say nothing about fixing um freaking their boots the chaos reach boots they didn't say anything about that they didn't say it like they're merging um tickle fingers into one super which that's kind of cool because landfall and blink kind of needed to come together and, and make something happen. But like to quote sticky on this, you learned a lot of people who didn't know how to play their class. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of people that are complaining about things. Like I even had somebody who was complaining about the new hunter super saying that all we got was a synaptic spear. And I'm like, Perfect. why are you complaining? You haven't even seen it in action and it's a new super for hunters. Like, you guys got what, exactly what you wanted. Like, it's not Blade Dancer, which, if we're being honest, is just Spectral Blades now. 
Right, and you got Blink back at like out of it. You didn't. They didn't just say no. You don't get a new super or new nothing like they did with Warlocks. They said no. You're getting a new super. You're getting Blink back. They're letting you get the things that matter that everybody wanted. Like it, it's literally like like a kid on their birthday getting like 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 or like the, like freaking Christmas story getting the Red Rider BB gun and then being upset like like, like that they got the Red Rider BB gun. Like what? <laughs> like why are you doing this? <laughs> So I just I'm concerned, uh, but I'm, I'm I'm very optimistic. I'm very excited, but I'm concerned about the potential of what's going on. I don't know how you how you are feeling over the board. Any thoughts, Prismatic? One moment, you can put do your answer first. Toll, I'm being asked to help look for something. Okay, it's all good. So my opinion, I think every arc three, they're trying to go for the way Bungie's trying to develop it is. They're trying to develop one class or one subclass for every class of Guardian mm -hmm. that they can like run and feel powerful in. For Titans, I'm gonna go with its arc. Hunters, it's e I think it's either Void or Solar. And same with for Warlocks, it's a toss up between the two. But it's like I think they really wanted to go all out for Titans with R3.0 just because of how they want them to be the big tanky mm -hmm. class that just beats everybody up. Mm. Okay. I see my issue with it is that like when it comes to the Titan aspect specifically, all their like like it really feels like they focused really hard on the PvE the PvP aspect sure. without caring about the PvE side of it. That's what seems to be going on across the board and like they didn't even mention anything about fixing Blight Ranger for hunters. They didn't they didn't talk about like these are logical complaints. Like I'm saying, yo, okay. be excited about new supers, be excited about new abilities, but let's talk about the real sandbox issue here. Like what what like where's the talk about fixing Eternal Warrior that way it doesn't just trigger on super and it doesn't like qualify as a really bad PvP exotic? What where well, like what's gonna happen with um, uh, freaking insurmountable skull for with the new with Titan melee, which I'm excited about. That that thing sounds awesome. But how is that going to work? Where it's supposed to give you two of the melee if it's a charged melee? So like, there's just these couple things that are going on that they that there is a lot of information for, and it feels like there should be more explanation about the exotic specifically because Blight Ranger's been broken since it came out. They still haven't fixed it. So hunters, they they might be having some issues in regards to that exotic. It might not even get used. So yeah, I I, I will it just say feels that like I, there's only a handful of arc exotics that actually work. And right. It feels like they just like Bungie's more. I th I can get where some people are coming from. Where it feels like Bungie's kind of just like eh, here you go. We're done with subclass reworks. We could take a break. And it's just like I mean, you could fix fix up a lot of the old exotics and actually make yeah. them relevant because it feels like I'm only running a handful of exotics now. Honestly. Like I'm straight up only running like just in general, I'm ru only running Lorelei cause fuck it. Like what, uh, what else would I run? Yeah. Like there was so much potential with solar 3.0 to fix hollow Heart and make hollow Heart a really meta exotic by trying to give it, like, say, oh, it gives you double the ability regen from Soul Invictus or something of that nature. Like, actually try to make it something that is relevant. 
but instead they just didn't really take it to the highest level. So that's why I'm concerned about some of these exotics where they just didn't put the hustle in and are just trying to meet certain criteria across the board. And who knows? Maybe they might buff they might buff stuff up midway through the season like they did with Solar. I hope they do. But like, should that be what we what we do is just buff like things midway through? Because like what they're 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 there is said to be playtesting done. Why aren't we examining like e- like everything with the playtesting and testing the potential and testing them in raids and in PVE? Like that's what the, the playtesting team to me should be is how does this perform in high-end content? How does this perform in in, in contest mode in a GM like situ- situations in a master raid? Like that like that that should be where your playtesting team does the most of their work. What combinations can we do? What different things go on? Like that like there is no reason why Hallowfire Heart shouldn't be the main choice for Solar 3.0 over Heart of Inmost Light for ability regen. There should be no reason why Lorelei is the only thing that like Titans use. Because if anything, you should have done something similar to Lorelei, what you did with Phoenix Cradle, and made Phoenix Cradle more beneficial to Titans. Granted, you made it so everybody gets the boost from Sunspots, but why isn't Phoenix Cradle also getting Restoration Times 2 to everybody? Like, that would be one of the greatest high-end like content PvE exotics to use. Like, even if it was like Restoration 1 for you and Restoration 2 for your team, that would be something dynamic to put on the board. So it's just, that's where my concern is, because it always feels like Arc 3.0 never can benefit from PvE beyond, like, Thundercrash and Chaos Reach. So hopefully, we start seeing things like, oh, this new super for Hunters, like, just chuck the spear at Rolk, and Rolk just gets smacked with a good chunk of damage, or like a debuff. Something. Like, that's where I'm at. Like, I'm not saying, like... Like, like, make BV, PVE busted. I'm saying, like, give PVE a bone, if that makes sense. I would like to put in my two cents before we get completely off the rails and go off to a different topic. The playtesters... Go for it. You can only have so many playtesters, and playtesters are there, like, usually assigned to specific maps or specific areas trying to find specific bugs. They do a lot of testing behind the scenes to find the things. I feel like the reason that you get these mid-season fixes or these you know, hot fixes, these patches to boost and th- boost and, you know, nerf things as needed is because after the playtesting and all the fine tuning has happened, they release this content to all of us degenerate fucking goblins who like to go and break the game and figure out what absolutely wrecked combinations we can make to break things. And you give it to the players who then completely exceed your expectations and find things that you were never able to successfully do. Or they fix one thing and it breaks something else and all of a sudden this thing is like that hunter helmet that was doing, what was it, like 600% more damage than it was supposed to. Like once you... Once you release it to the masses and they start finding things, then you see what's working, what isn't, and everybody talks about wanting them to listen to the community. That's another time where they can do that and adjust things as needed. Which totally makes sense, but my my counter to that is you have content creators who are like, day one something comes out in in private matches with, with their team making content testing things going through and figuring out what 
is broken, what's not broken. That seems to me where you would like rely on content creators and then release a patch as soon as possible for certain things or like boost things and whatnot. I'm not saying like listen to only the content creators. I'm saying like it like have a team devoted to looking for the same types of things that content creators do and find those broken accommodations, find those those crazy things that happen. Because like th- th- my biggest fear is we're going to have another like second week patch when we shouldn't have to have that like i feel as if there should be like a bug testing team and a com- like a team testing every type of situation and figuring out what can we buff what can we fix what can we like like nerf if anything what like what like what can we address and make better because there's still certain exotics like, like i'll tell you right now if next week or not next week because we'll be prepping for the raid but like two weeks from now if r3.0 doesn't like do something with eternal warrior you're gonna hear me complain i'll be 100 percent honest <laughs> i'll be like why aren't we doing things right <laughs> so it's just I, I i feel like there's more that could be done but granted there's only so many people that work i'm not saying like like overextend your team and like gonna cause crunch i'm saying like be thorough that way, the like the 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 community doesn't find your hit like your your nooks and your nooks and crannies. You know, what I mean, like we shouldn't be the degenerate goblins finding everything. Like, if that makes sense. Yeah, but they do have those people. That's literally in the job description for being a playtester. I know because I have looked it and read it over a million times and debated Ooh. applying for it. But I can't take a job that would potentially have a pay cut. And while I am very close to Bellevue, I have to be looking at what actually pays my bills. So as much as I would love to be a playtester and go be a goblin like a couple of my friends who regularly break out of the map and find things, it's in the job description. That is what they are meant to do, is go find all the things. They do it the best that they can in the time that they have. And arguably, sometimes they haven't done the best job sometimes things do come out broken it happens especially when you're coding things but that the way that you say it just makes it sound like bungie doesn't do enough and i i that's not something i will back down on i think that they do the best that they can yeah most definitely like, like there's a lot they cover and i, I, I never want to say like they're not doing like a, a good job i just think how do i phrase this in a, like a not crappy way like I feel as if maybe even employ some of the community. Like, like obviously they do because you have people like Mercules who like go from being a podcaster to them being a weapons designer. But like, maybe actually try to like, 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 like pull the, the content creators or pull people and be like, "Hey, send you an email. Can you help find like like, like issues with R three before release? Like, like help us do, like do a deep dive, like." I don't know. I just that's that's where my kind of head goes because you have multiple times where things ship and like like there's the joke of Telesto breaking the game multiple times a season and whatnot. Granted, recently Telesto ain't broken shit in a while, which is nice. But fingers crossed on that. The reason it just broke everything at the beginning of the season when they were like, <laughs> you know what, Banshee, you can hold Telesto now, and then the tower broke. More than likely, they don't do that because they can't trust people to keep their mouths shut considering some of the leaks that we have had in the past. So plus if all you're doing is reaching out to these big content creators and you're not relying on your people that you have, 
then it just seems like you're pandering to the people that are able to make content all day long. And right. you're, I don't know. It seems it, then it seems like you're prioritizing where, and it becomes not fair to the community. Very true. Favoritism. Okay. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes. <laughs> um. So overall, I think we're kind of all in agreement that like, um, we're we're excited, but we want to get our hands on it before we get final call. Is that kind of where we're at? Bated breath. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bated breath. Cautiously optimistic. That kind of thing. <laughs> all right. Cool. Um, then the TWAB kind of said, hey, yo, check us out. And it kind of threw my, like, had me super excited because finally my prayers have been answered. We're finally getting a shotgun champion mod back. And holy crap, it's freaking unstoppable shotgun. Thank the Lord. Like, I, I've been sitting on a freaking comedian for PvE for so long. And just the idea of being able to pop it on stop in the face with a shotgun just sounds so much fun. I mean, they, so, they really said, he, we, we've heard you guys, here's so many different anti-champion mods, have fun. Right, like, they didn't just limit us super bad this season. Like, we got Overload Bows back, we got Unstoppable Pulse back, we got Anti-Barrier Scout back, which has been highly requested by the community. We got Anti-Barrier um, AO Auto Rifle. We got anti-barrier sniper back. Yeah. And then I'm hype for anti-barrier. Not for anti-barrier. Uh overload LMG. See, I'm I wanted I want I wanted uh like anti-barrier anti-barrier LMG back, but I'll take overload LMG. That sounds fun as hell. So I'm excited about that. Um what I'm what I'm excited about though is you have a couple things like um Sundering Glare and Lightning Strikes twice that aren't shown their information so for anybody that did grind for champ for, for bounties before next week you have the potential to find out like like the well, have have these off rip because the way bungie did this is anything that they put in bold in this little table is new so those have been in the game previously oh okay well, what, 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 what I'm wondering specifically about Sundering Glare, though, is the way it's phrased like that, Sundering Glare, I'm wondering if it's going to end up being like, oh, if you blind a, like, like a champion or blind a boss, it does more damage or like an explosion will occur or like or give you amplitude or something like that's what I'm excited about. Um, I'm wondering if if they're giving us so much with machine guns, like are, are machine guns getting like like a secret buff that like nobody knows about? Because that'd be kind of so, nice. Sundering glare. I looked it up. Is rapid precision hits against distant combatants weaken them for a short duration? Ooh. Okay. Trace evidence: precision hits on arc debuff targets will generate ionic traces. Ooh, that'll be fun. Uh, and then Thunderous Retort, Arc Supers do more damage when cast while in critical condition or while amplified. So, like, what I'm hearing is cranked up Thundercrack. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Like, 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 if we just run around for a second or can apply a debuff, just cranked up Thundercrash for bosses. That's going to be fun. I'm excited. Okay. So, you know, that, that was exciting. And then, other than that, it was just like like it was a super short twelve. There wasn't anything too crazy, so that's exciting. 
Um, Prismatic, how you feel about these champion mods? Like, are and you excited got, for some high I found uh, lightning strikes twice. Okay, what's it do? This was from season ten. Okay. A after throwing an arc grenade, gain increased damage. Re uh, gain increased grenade recharge for a short time. Arc final blows extend the duration of this benefit. Damn, alright, shit. So that, that'll definitely be a fun time. Uh, but, but you know, personally, how do you feel about these champion mods? Uh, I like Anti-Barrier Scout, just because uh, DMT, always. Um, Anti-Barrier Auto Rifle also <laughs> is nice, because you can just unload bullets and stop them. Uh, Unstoppable Pulse makes me a little leery, only because if you don't uh, stop them pretty fast, um, lord help you. Overload Bow just tells <laughs> me that I'll be using Tikku and taking it out of my vault. Um... And unstoppable shotguns. Ooh, again, also fourth horseman meta. Also, fourth horseman meta, like Acrius and GMs. It just makes me leery because all I can think of is unstoppable ogre, and I am a hunter. Oof, yeah, that's fair. See, Panda and I know the pain of an unstoppable ogre. <laughs> so oh, I remember. Yeah, no. <laughs> Freaking streaming, trying to do corrupted, and an unstoppable ogre just appears out of nowhere and stomps your lights out. Like, oh, stomps the light out of you. Like, just straight death. So you know that, that that's just exciting from from that angle. But no, like now that we cover the, 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 the like, little bit of some, the some important uh, dates to save. Oh yeah, or, so so yeah. Go ahead, Tol. I'll let you touch on that. I wasn't I gonna care about that because most people know that, but go ahead and holler about that. Just, just, just in case if people don't know. So we have the raid coming out on the twenty sixth. Iron Banner is confirmed to be eruption. By the way, what the fuck? They said it was gonna be capture. No, bro. When will you learn? So Iron Banner is going to be September sixth, the week of September sixth, and the week of November fifteenth. Both Bro. weeks are going to be the new eruption Wait, mode. Wait, it says it Why? says both weeks will feature the new eruption mode, so they might have it as a like labs option. Oh, okay, because it even lets you, let you click the. It must even lets you click on that twab. It says it says that, but then it says like it lets you click the old twab. From when they talked about uh, that mode. Yeah, so that people can, like, like, if people look at this and they've missed a couple and they're just like, what the hell's Eruption? It, it links, that's just, that's like how okay. they linked the ARC uh, article from. Yeah. Was, okay, yeah, because, like, I just, I really hope they don't, they don't do, do that because that was the most frustrating thing, like, for everybody. And they even said in that TWAB, we learned our lesson from giving you a brand new mode in Iron Banner of all things. Like, ho just make it freaking, like, don't even put it in, um, like, like that, just those two weeks. Put it as Trials Labs all season, the way you've done Capture. Just put it on rotating labs and be done with it. So, I, I, I'm concerned now. I'm, I'm and then flustered. the last three dates you need to save. Trials of Osiris is coming back on September 16th. You, you, last week is this week, but, but enjoy it. <laughs> And Grandmasters are coming back on October 4th. Mm. Lastly, we know the date for Festival of the Lost. It starts October 18th. Get ready for your mech suits, kids. Mm. I'm still yeah, sad. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't vote for mechs. 
Bruh, monsters, monsters have lost two times in a row. Just let I, the monsters like I die, voted bro. dinosaurs. I voted no, dinosaurs. Because dinosaurs we have are so amazing. many sets of armor that but already here, look like robots and mechs. Fucking give right. me other we shit. We need a hunters need their Godzilla suit. But like we already have a we already have dinosaurs. We don't need Godzilla. It's fine. Like it's fine. No, we need Godzilla. Godzilla but needs to die. No. <laughs> I would literally change to a hunter maid. Oh, if don't they say brought that, that Godzilla. No, you wouldn't. I, I no, you wouldn't, because then you'd be me, a hunter maid with a titan brain, and you'll find out just the 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 depths of your squish. It's ah. the depths of your squish. See, this is why they should give Hunter, not Hunter, Titans, the Godzilla skin. When when using a Hunter made one of the best Titans I know go, I can't believe I'm saying this, uh, Bungie, can, can Hunters get a buff? Like, that's how that's you That's what know. we did last episode, what do you mean? <laughs> it was literally just me being like, yeah, Hunters need a buff, and Hunters it's, got it's that buff. It's because me and Tola have been grinding bounties on our Hunters, and we're like, damn, Hunters kind of suck. Like, we, they need to... Oh, no. But then you this realize... This was like, said, like, years ago, before all these 2.0s, like, before Witch Queen, like, this was said back when Revoker was still a thing. Well, and the problem is, like, if we want to touch on that, is the fact that so many people come from other video games, like Call of Duty or whatever... And they think, and they they just pick up Hunter because it's the easiest to adapt to, and not pick up Titan or Warlock and understand the fantasy. So you have a lot of people who just like get in that mindset of just not of thinking everyone's against them and Titans are horrible and Warlocks are horrible. But then, and I, but but then you look at other people who play other classes, and I think this is just across the board. Is a lot more people main one class but then do bounties or do activities on other characters for like raids and whatnot they will gain an understanding of what's going on because for so long now and i'll still stand by this warlock jump is the worst thing that that bungie has ever created and it needs to die because the, the the amount of control you have as a titan when jumping but then you just float down into a pit of death as a warlock because your jump goes downward even with a like, like upward lift or sky lift or whatever it's called like it's very frustrating but then with hunter jump you can just jump 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 it's just like huh? so that's See, where I, I, I get frustrated i will die on this hill of warlock jump sucks and it's like if you don't just press it at the right time you're not going up you're going down it's like you have to hit, you have to jump, and then immediately press it again to get that boost. Titan, you have a little bit of a little window. With Warlock, you ain't got no window. You gotta press it the minute after you jump to restart your, so you can get your second jump in. Yeah, so it's just so I dumb. feel like, and then we even had like uh, totally even mentioned we we had a, a well-known content creator, Sticky, kind of call out everybody who doesn't even know how to play their own class, their main class sometimes. So if we not only have our special, are specialized in our own class, but then play other t other classes, that way we gain an understanding how they operate, you will feel a more appreciation for what you do. Because and then you'll understand, hey, these classes are lacking in this aspect, but these classes are, well, are, la are lacking elsewhere as well. Because I'll keep it a buck 50. Like I like I even already said, Warlocks got cheated hard with Arc 3.0. But last season, Titans got cheated with Solar 3.0. And 
Um, like because Void 3.0 seems to be the one that was in the oven the longest, and everyone kind of got a little bit of sub sum. But then, um, but then with Solar and Arc, it feels like there's just big ass gaps that are going on where they're like no one has certain things, and I'm concerned. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but no, but like from there, we we have, we want to like touch on a little bit of theory crafting and talk about like what like what what we think is gonna happen next. Uh, Told it's got time. It's time for Toll's theories. Oh so, boy! So, so Toll, one of my theories hold, actually hold on, got hold on, shut hold on, down. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're we're, okay, we're gonna okay, like okay. we're gonna do this in a confined like increments because I want to keep you on task because you're like very excited. <laughs> so I will I will go off in a tangent. Yeah. So I want I want to get this like in a like in a, in a straight line as it were, not like fifty different directions. So firstly, um, ignoring any leaks or anything stupid. And only using context clues for what's been in game. What do you think next season is going to be about? So it's next season is so open and I left it so open ended, especially with this week. If you haven't already, just go to the helm. You get a free ascendant shard and uh, a meh sparrow, but you get a free ascendant shard, so I'm not complaining. Yeah. But that kind of stamps out my idea of Callus has changed. Callus is still Callus. Yeah. Which is something I wanted to go in. I'll go into later. But next season is so up in the air for what they can do. And I think I like that because it means there's so many different possibilities within a story that they can go. Because Aramis is still out there. Yes, Aramis is definitely coming back at some point. But I feel like. we know that the pyramids are fickle, especially with how, with through the Witch Queen. We learned that even though the Beyond Light, the pyramid on Europa, helped us, the one on in Savathun's Thorn World would not. So we're not anything can really happen. Okay. Prismatic thoughts. Uh, I have no idea, honestly. Um, I can only base what I think is going to happen off of next season off of other people's speculation, other content creators' speculation, but you said not to do that. So I would think we're going to see more of the helm getting overrun because the helm is not okay and needs a spa day. The helm is not okay. Um, <laughs> bro, yeah, it's like, bro, can I tell what you something funny? Real, can I tell you something funny? Because, like, uh, what was it, Tuesday? I take toll because I, I randomly just went to the helm, not paying attention, and I saw the big event thing. And then um, I take toll in there. Before he even sees Callus, he just goes, We really need to clean up in here. And then he sees Callus and is like, Whoa. And then he says, man, we, we, we really need to get some OxyClean in here. I'm like, Damn. Oh, oh no, I didn't say OxyClean. I said fire. Because <laughs> fire should burn that, because that's technically plant matter. So fire should be really easy to burn it. We can literally just have, we could literally just have, say, a titan. We could all just throw our thermite grenades around the area and just let the solar light burn everything. Like, ain't that hard? Yeah, you're not wrong. I... But. <laughs> Okay, well, I was gonna say I always forget that the helm is no longer at the tower; that it's actually a ship. So it's, I've, my brain likes to go, "Well, we can't keep the crown of sorrow at the tower. It's not at the tower; it's on a ship." So I don't think it's wise to keep it where it's exposing people. 
um, to the influence of it because you don't want more guardians or anybody from the last city. You don't want them getting influenced by it. And I mean, it's take the only people. See, and what's crazy is that's what I thought they were going to do with the Crown of Sorrow, not just leave it around as like a mission dealer. I thought the big thing with Witch Queen was going to be like, freaking Crown of Sorrow takes over the last city, Savathun pulls up and just goes, everything is mine. But no, they just like, they just pushed her off somewhere else and we kept the Crown of Sorrow somewhere. Like, I thought that was her big chess piece because she said, oh, I as Osiris is going to take care of that. Like, I was a little disappointed about that. I, I don't know, man. Like, I it took me forever to get all the stuff from Presage because I never had people that wanted to run it with me. So I didn't see the very last bit about finding the Crown of Sorrow till like the last week, I think. Um, so I I do think there's still a lot they can do with it. <clears throat> do with it. And even in lore stuff, they mention um, the crown having an effect as far as nightmares and stuff go on Mithrax. So I'm, I keep mentioning him in lore pieces that are coming out. So I'm hoping maybe we'll get to interact with him again. Uh, just personally, cause I like maybe, Mithrax. Maybe we will this season. Maybe he'll call, call on us for help again this season. Like they did. Uh, what, what season? What season? Season 14? of Splicer. Yeah. Season, season of Splicer, which is funnily enough, right about now. Is when yeah. Season of Splicer came out. So we could be seeing another. People call that a fallen season. I don't. It's a, it, was it wasn't a, a fallen season. season. It was very much a Vex season where the fallen became an ally. Like they were, like they were side characters. The main villain was the Vex. So you know, I just but like I'm very excited to see. Like if 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 you want my big theory, I really feel like, especially with all the different lore pieces that have been going on. I really feel like we're gonna see Anna Bray come back. Like I, I, I've been kind of like stalking Erica Ishii's like tw- Twitter because of all the all like the stuff she does with like Critical Role and stuff like that, and like Apex. And I'm like waiting. I'm waiting for her to just go. Anna Bray's back. I'm like, bro, think like just I'm ready because I need to know that Anna Bray's finally gonna come back. We're gonna see like like Rasputin do a thing. We're gonna see like like all this sh- stuff pop off where he's an EXO. I'm just I'm waiting for it because if you well, read if you, if you watch like Vice videos or look at the lore tabs, you've been seeing like her struggle to bring Rasputin online as an EXO. So if like this season it pops off, I'm like, give it okay. to me. Let me give it let to me. me. Walk. I just think of something. Let me walk through my thoughts. So, but going off of that, what if the what we need to bring Rasputin back is Siva? So we have to go back to the Plaguelands to go find some Siva to try and bring Rasputin back. What That'd if that's hilarious. so? I keep seeing we need to see. So in theory, that and this is not me leaning into anybody's thing. In theory, that could work. We're putting the because Siva Siva was specifically created to help the people um, either be able to repair or rebuild or build things very very quickly. You had to have oh god, what were those? chamber is called you had to have a specific chamber to give it a directive um and rasputin was the one who changed their directive to destroy the iron lords so to see him interact with siva again kind of leans into a lot of the stuff that i've been seeing lately about maybe we are getting 
Wrath and not King's Fall because they try to release raids and things that directly lean into whatever is our big enemy or ally for the season. So if they were to bring right. Siva back and to have it interact with Rasputin, especially when you look back into Felwinter's story and whatnot, and the the lengths that Rasputin yeah. went to kill that golem, like, uh, it has, uh, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, it, it could definitely be, a, like, that would be the ultimate vehicle to make, like, to make this, especially because, like, I'll keep it a buck fifty. I really feel like it would be really weird if we get like take the the, the King's Fallback during an arc theme season. Like if you wanted uh, a, a, like like it to be a, a, like King's Fall, you did it Solar last and did Arc first. I'll right. be one hundred percent honest with you because Solar feels like something that would go up against Taken, that would go up against Darkness in like King like, like, like the Darkness. Light the darkness. Like that feels like something. Like I get to see trailers of us running through King's Fall, like the, the Dreadnought with Solar burning Thrall and stuff like that. That sounds logical. Hell, in the original um, King's Fall or like Taken King live action trailer, the the Titan used uh, uh, hammers at because it was when, that was when hammers came out. So I really feel like they need to re-examine that. Granted, what's been weird is that a lot of Bungie devs have been posting the behind the scenes of that trailer's creation. So that, that's been kind of like, oh, maybe that's like the sign of King's Fall. But like, nope. and there's been other teases that have said maybe we might get Wrath. So it's just, it's a We're lot of different things. We're not going to know until the showcase. Which, if you didn't know, the showcase is coming out, is going to be live on Tuesday at 12, 12 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. They like they like to go off of Pacific Time because they're on Pacific Time, so it's right. nine a.m. Pacific, but it's twelve p.m. Eastern. An hour before the, the reset, like the big season would drop. Before the season would drop, so that gives that the showcase is probably going to be about forty-five minutes long, giving people enough time to get out, update their games, and then get stuck on a loading screen. Also, to get it. I mean, honestly, like, I'm, I'm going to sit there the also, whole time. Also, if you didn't read the TWAB down well, at the yeah. bottom, it says if you watch at least 30 minutes of the showcase, you get a special emblem. Oh, Ooh. right. I forgot about that. It's so a good thing to play sure doing to, a watch party. <laughs> make sure to link your Twitch to your bunch.net oh, yeah, to get nope. that emblem. I literally did that at the beginning of this. That, right oh. that is something. You just got to do that. About to do that right here after we do finish the okay. show. I don't know about um, y'all, but so, yeah, I would not trust Rasputin. One theory I want to. Oh, but I mean, technically, that was the original plan. Was Rasputin was an EXO, so maybe that's the, they're just playing the long game. Yeah, that was the original as... plan. Yeah, don't don't trust it. But I'm gonna put my tinfoil hat on for a minute and go off into one of my theory tangents about how Aramis is going to be one of the new. Disciples of the Witness. I mean, if you, didn't, see, if you didn't figure that out, like that, like I like mean, they're leaving that chess piece frozen for a reason. That's kind of obvious. So they the vet there's the specific portion of the vex in the Black Garden that worship the darkness. You have the Cabal, the Scorn, like a part of the Callus's Cabal that he creates in genetic tanks, the cloning vats. I think that's what they call them. 
the scorn and the taken are both controlled by the witness. So that four enemy types that all work with the darkness. So it's probably most likely we're going to get to see the fallen or the, the house of darkness live up to its name of the house of darkness working with the witness. That's, that's all I got. See, I'm over here thinking this will be some giant ass tangent. That's all you got. <laughs> no, nah, I want. I, I'm just keeping it brief. Okay, fair enough. And um, then this week, my Callus theory got squashed into the ground because we got to see Callus after he was fully embraced by the witness. And it's like, no, nah, that's still Callus is still Callus. Yeah, he, they he didn't really do a whole lot. They didn't change nah. a whole lot with him. Which they really could have changed they, him like, entirely. Yeah. But nah. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Really so, you know, that, that, that's just a little bit of hinting we got going on. And I wanted to do a fun little activity because I, I kind of stole it from Dado. I, I, I will I will admit that I stole it from Dado. It's totally fine. Um, but it's totally fine. He, he did a video this past week where he went through this um, de- this Reddit thread in r slash Destiny the Game that was posted about about two uh, about three weeks ago where it's um, hard oh, to accept hot... Destiny facts. <laughs> I thought since it's the end of the season, we need a palate cleanser. I figured it'd be fun if we just like, I, 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 like, I, like, I read it off, we talk about it, we just have some fun, like give me some opinions, stir up the community a little bit, and have a little All fun. Right. Uh-huh. Okay? And I, pur- and like, I purposely was like, yo, it's a surprise. And I even wanted to tell Toll, and he was like, no, don't, 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 don't tell me. So this is going to be fun. All right. So, first, uh, first Destiny hard to accept fact. It's not bugged. Your RNG is just trash. See, I can accept that because my R, I know my RNG is trash. See, there's times where I can go, I, I'm down with that, but then there's like, there's people who have gotten to 300 runs of, of Vault of Glass and still haven't gotten their, their Vex Mythoclast. So, like, there's times where just the RNG just is nowhere in existence. Because <laughs> this week, uh, yesterday, I was running Master Lost Sectors to try and get... Oh, not, yeah, I was running them on Master. Because I said, I've been running GMs and stuff, I got this, and it was an easier one. It took me, I think, like, six tries to get one exotic when it, like, listed as common. Yeah. And I'm just like, Prismatic. what's the point? <laughs> Prismatic, you're the you're the you're the you're the, the deity of having bad uh friggin' what you call it uh eyes of tomorrow RNG. How you feel I about that? I think that RNG Jesus either doesn't look at me and I'm just in the neutral zone, or he kind of leans in my favor because I got one K and Vex within two or three runs, and then Anarchy and Eyes of Tomorrow I got in under fifty runs each. That's fair. Okay. Um, next on the list is do do do. Uh, if I can find next one on the list here, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go straight to the controversial uh-huh. ones and have fun. I'm just gonna sort it by controversial and go nuts. Gambit uh, is fun. Gam- I saw that Gambit is fun, and I was like, man, that's a that's a heck of a statement there. Gambit <laughs> can be fun, but the problem is, it plays like it a competitive game mode. It, it plays like a competitive game mode that, like, they tried, and then they just, like, to make it a competitive game mode, and then they just didn't do anything with it. They should have just kept it Gambit Prime, made Gambit just Gambit Prime, and then that would have been easy. Everybody loved uh, Gambit Prime. Um, 
here's one that I, I vehemently disagree with. Uh, most PVE nerfs happen because of PVE. Y'all greatly overblow the stuff that happens because of Crucible. Annoying uh, that it happens to, at all. At, like, at, like slugs, super exotic supers, anarchy, mountaintop, recluse, well of radiance, luna factions, tracking rockets, rapid fire fusions, renewal grass, protective light. And all, like half of that list is PVP based crap. Because if you think about it, renewal grass was broken in PVP. That's why that got nerfed. Protective Light, Bungie even admitted it wasn't because it was too strong. It was because it was too high in demand, and they did it to themselves by not supporting it and getting and having it be a more easy to, 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 to get mod. And fusions are a problem in Crucible. Tracking Rockets, that was a Gambit issue. <laughs> and only a Gambit issue. <laughs> So I, I, and Luna Factions, okay. I don't think the Rockets should have been nerfed in Gambit. Oh, you know, that, that's what, that, that, was, that was totally stupid. That was, that was literally just, they nerfed Rockets across the board because of Gambit and people complaining about Gambit. And my issue with that, them doing that and nerfing Gallahorn and whatnot is... It's Gambit, let, who cares? Well, it's Gambit, who cares? Y'all gave up on making it a competitive game mode long ago. But also, y'all legitimately left truth in the gambit pool when gambit had gambit prime for like what oh, two yeah, years forever. and didn't care so that's weird but and then like recluse and mountaintop mountaintop i'll give you because mountaintop still does weird shit in old raids but recluse and mountaintop were venomous in crucible no one can debate that that was just there I don't know how how y'all feel about that one in general, but like, I I disagree about that. But, but, but like the, the that most most issues most nerfs right now are PVP centric, not PVE centric. I do support that, but also I'm very when it comes to weapons and stuff, I stick to that whole like that's why you earn them. Not as far as necessarily as the Gallahorn Gambit thing because Gallahorn's always been OP in my opinion. So. Yeah. They switched up the spawns and stuff, but then you have people holding on to Gallahorn just aiming it across. And I will agree, sometimes at the wolf pack rounds, they would just go like way out of left field and still kill you. Maybe you could have just tweaked that a little bit, but that is neither here nor there. When it comes to crucible weapons being broken, if they're the ones you have to earn, like trials weapons, I hate getting killed by them, but you were in the game and earned them. That should be your right. I, I don't know. That's just my soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like, like, I want you to have your soapboxes. Jump in. Like, cut me and toll off. Let's have fun. Um, really? Oh, my controversial hot... Well, that's not controversial. Is more like... Just... We've already... Everyone's already said that. Never mind. No, it's not I just want to Speak on it. PvP and PvE should just have separate... Separate sandboxes. And Bungie should just be like, Alright, we're going to take the time. And not just... Well, they're supposed to have separate sandboxes. They they say they do, but like we know there should don't. be three sandboxes in general. Because let's keep it let's keep it let's keep it real. Um, Gambit has the potential to make a comeback and be a competitive mode if they if if Sony gives Bungie enough money to hire a Gambit centric team and develop it to be like the next big thing. Because if you nerf certain weapons specifically in gambit you take the time to cater gambit the way it's supposed to be and make it a competitive mode and have that sandbox be isolated to gambit 
you could do so much good with that because the problem is gambit exists in two is is like a venn diagram where someone combined two sandboxes into one and it right. just does not work that way honestly they just need to choose one sandbox for it either pvp or pve and just let it thrive let it do its thing yeah but having two separate sandboxes would make it so much easier for everybody i I thought i really here's a controversial hot take i'll go for it why are so many exotics you have to get through pve that are good in pvp like you have to go play PvE to go play PvE. So they changed that because um, it used to be all exotics were just random drops, and it was taking people years to get anything yeah. to drop. But so now they've locked all the most right. of they've locked the new exotic armor behind the master loss sectors. And right, which I think is a good way to do that. That honestly. was that was a great thing because now it makes lost sectors actually worth a damn. Because let's be <laughs> yeah. honest, before before that. You were only going in lost sectors to grind catalysts. Like, no one, or like, do like one random quest, but no one went into a lost sector and be like, yeah, I'm going to grind lost sectors for something. They had no point. They still have no point other than the master lost sectors. I'm not a fan. I liked the random drops, but like I said, that's because RNG Jesus doesn't hate me. Uh, now you can see well, that I'm like I, I, four I'm seasons about, behind like, just... on exotic armor because I'm not going in there by myself because I always get destroyed by two guardian, uh, two guardians, two barrier champions just holding hands. Well, that was me yesterday. I was playing the excavation site twelve. There are two barrier champions on master that sit up on like a high perch. With, they don't uh, the have centurions, and they're not the slug launchers. Yeah, the, the not the centurions, like the mm-hmm. yeah, the centurions. Yep, that's funny. And they just they have the they have the air apparent. That was why when you're like, well, right now it's the easiest one. Like the easiest law center. Like today, ironically, I'm gonna go grind it. Uh, like like I can't grind it. I have to go to sleep. But like um, I like if you if you have time before reset, grind that because. Um, you kill one unstoppable champion, and for some reason it counts as a platinum completion. So definitely do that. Yeah, the um, Sky Dock Four. It's leg day. Ooh, I'm yeah, it's like, it's, it's, but like if you if you have all your engrams full, the exotic engram right will go to you. Okay. Um, if, but you know, if you give your like, what a lot of content creators are telling people right now that Bungie still has an address, which I find funny, is that if you load up your engrams like in your inventory. And then do a law sector where the drop is an exotic, and it says it's a new exotic on the engram in your postmaster. Leave it there, wait for the new season to kick in, and then collect it, and it'll be whatever new exotic comes out. If there's a new exotic that comes out, that would be in the law sectors. It's a great way to just save yourself, or or just do it that way. And on a day that it's leg day or arm day or head day, just open it in your postmaster. And you get that exotic guaranteed. It's actually a pretty good strat. <laughs> so, um, the, the next one that I thought was kind of funny, and um, they said the game was better when Bungie was owned no. by Activision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> like, what would possess you to say that? Like, granted, they like they made some better decisions occasionally, like. 
sunsetting was a bad idea, but usually they rewalk dumb things like that. Like they rewalked half the stuff that was in the crafting and rewalked like sunsetting. They, because let's be real here. If sunsetting was done under Activision, we'd have never got, we'd have never got rid of it. And it stayed for the rest of our like, lives. Cause they just saw it as a money making like tactic. Anybody that thinks that it was better under Activision to take a seat and look at all the people that say that destiny two base game, curse of curse of Osiris and Warmind were good. That that was definitely worth the money that we I spent mean, at the time. I mean, I thought it, I, I thought it was good, mm -hmm. but like, nope, not. No times were not. There's only one good time under Activision, and that was Forsaken for a little bit. You had to spy the men. balls over shaders, well, be... fucking every every little fucking thing. Just no. <laughs> I will say I liked the story of Curse of Osiris and and, and the story of Warmind, and I liked. The, the the settings like especially curse of osiris with going back to the older versions of venus and whatnot that was cool but like you know the activision needed to go y'all let's be no, let's the, keep that a bug the big like, um, price tags for like oh here's a social space oh here's a strike <laughs> um the, the the destiny content vault wasn't a bad idea as people try to make it seem red war and more and war mine were constantly shit on for being garbage which y'all just did uh but as soon as it was gone those same people preached it to be the pinnacle of storytelling which there's something to that because you have a lot of people now who will even say like uh destiny one was like the greatest thing since god's great earth no. but then no. No. like pe like people who actually were there like us can tell you nah man like that that was rough it took until like taking king and rise of iron for it to like be playable like you still can't look at your map at the tower you still can't like like, 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 like you can't see any objective markers that much at the tower let alone anything like there's so much like the the vendor and system it was so is still confusing flawed. half the time of all the stuff you had to do, and it's like on top of that, they didn't have mantling. I don't think people realize right. Like how if, bad if, if, it we, was. if we do get King's Fall, you're gonna see so many people like fly through the freaking ship puzzle, like the ship what? jumping puzzle, because we have mantling now. I remember doing that raid. You had to t precisely time every single jump to make sure you had enough space to land. Because if you missed it by an inch, oh, you're just slipping and falling. You're done. You're dead. Mm -hmm. The dick walls. So it's just, it's, it's just like, and then, and it, uh, the, the, also that post of the DCV goes, Leviathan wasn't a raid worth, worth keeping. The only thing that made that worth running in the first place was Midnight Coup. Every other weapon was arguably worst in slot and archetype. And I'm like, debatable, but also Leviathan was a fun raid that people to like at the time still sped run and like enjoy doing and taking people through for the experience. Even though they were higher light than it, they still enjoyed that content. And like, did Eater of Worlds and Spire of Stars have some flaws? Yes. But Bungie could have improved that instead of vaulting it, which granted they fixed half the bugs and glitches with uh last wish and garden but what do you well that, that's not here or there i know why they put most of the stuff they put into the destiny content vault by the way was giving activision royalties mm. oh so, really 
I never thought yeah. of it like that. I never even Just thought think of about it like, it like that. that. Everything up until Forsaken, Activision was publishing. So technically, they would still get royalties. So by making the Red War entirely free and all that content free, it straight up just cut. I'm going to say cucks because it cucked Activision out of money. And so it by did. removing Forsaken, which was the last bit of content they had to remove. See, that so kind of like opens a whole other door into the DCV situation. Like that, we never even like, like considered that. Holy crap. Holy you crap. You have to think about wow. it. Most things in the this company-wise revolve around money. Same thing, it goes with Disney, but if with all the terrible experiences they had with Activision, why would they want to give them more money on a game they're not even producing anymore? That's that's so fair. Um, wow. Uh, next controversial opinion. You can't complain about the game being too easy and lack of challenging content if you only use meta builds. True. Huh. True. That's huh, if you're playing yeah. on meta then you're always going to be on par with everything else. That's why it was that's why it's fun for me to just run through fucking Vow of the Disciple only using Arc and occasionally yeah. when I need to put on my Ursa build. Right. But it's just like why else would I want to run I can, okay cool. I can go throw on Lorelei, so, uh Rolling Flames, Soul Invictus and just be a god and not die in regular content. Grandmaster uh, and Master Content's a different story. Yeah, um, that, that, that's a, you just said everything I was gonna say right there. That was that was great I mean, on point there. When we found out that, uh, that uh, Outbreak Perfected, sorry, my brain just <laughs> fried, but Outbreak Perfected melted barrier champions. It's just like we took it, over, it took over so fast last during GM the season, it, it took just, over. Outbreak Perfected just melted barrier champions. And next season we get to do it with unstoppable champions. So you're going to see people in like a secondary scout rifle and Outbreak for like any Cabal GMs and it's next like, season. Bungie did a great job of putting an in, uh, intrinsic anti-champion mods on exotics. But it's like, you're still not they're getting the point, but they're missing it at the same time. Where it's like, Lamar, great idea. I mean, Malfeasance I don't think Malfeasance is going to get used because you have to, like, rock the explosion. Yeah. Or the unstoppable. It would have just been easier to be like, hey, here's Skyburner's Oath. It's now unstoppable. Skyburner should have been unstoppable. Let's let, 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 let's be a buck about that, especially because, like, the main Cabal enemy. Or, you know what? Here's a controversial opinion. Oh. Skyburner should just, been, should just have been, like, only a champion mod for cabal champions like just across the board like because there there only is anti-barrier and unstoppable it should only be able to be used against cabal champions that'd be a great way to code that like make it permanently just unstoppable and uh, anti-barrier for cabal that would be great be such a great weapon to be niche in that corner for that kind of situation um what one controversial that's gonna that's gonna make prismatic smile Crow is not old. He's not. <laughs> they're two separate people. Right, but they're, they're, the, they're the same they're body, but of two separate minds. Because if you don't understand how a guardian, how be, being made into a guardian works, then you don't. That's like one of the basic premises 
of the game is your you get mind wiped. You're a whole new person. Correct. Not but I'll, 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 I'll use the uh, the uh, my roommate punk dolls uh, like like uh, reference uh, for this. If Hitler became a guardian, would you be okay with it and be on his fire team? I think if Hitler became a when I think if like Hitler that. became a guardian. Like, yeah, like legitimately, like if, 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 if like, like if someone in the last city went down a history book and just found out that Adolf or like 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 your friend Steve the Guardian is Adolf freaking Hitler, like what would you I do? And then, uh, and then, and then like the and then the I... alternative is Savathun. Savathun like became a guardian, had a whole fresh start, and then the way she knew she was gonna need a whole fresh start, well, she was gonna get a whole fresh start, so she built a backup drive for her dang memory, and now is the same person, pretty much. I think she also leaned into the fact that we weren't gonna shut up for two fucking seconds and think about it, because we just rushed in like, oh, Sabathun's got the light now! Obviously she stole it! There's nothing else that could have happened! It's not like she was horribly fucking wounded at the end of the season when we took her from her worm because you know if you take the worm they're gonna die like have we have we stopped for two fucking seconds and actually thought about this like hmm but like the the like the double-edged sword of that is who really would have thought up to that point that the traveler would just drop trow and be like yo i'm gonna give the, the hive uh, the ghosts and give Savathun a ghost like no one would have even thought of that heck it took Zavala what two seasons well, that, to grasp that, it and that much was clear <laughs> it took Zavala so long to be like well that yeah, much was clear too from that office cut scene where everybody's in there and Zavala's like what yeah. do you mean the traveler gave her the light we are just pawns right. on a big fucking chessboard man's had a mental breakdown about it and it's like yeah that's understandable and then literally a season later, he's like, it's like, oh, yeah, your, your dead wife is uh, here to be your nightmare. Right. So that's why fun. it's like, that's why it's like the whole Crow situation. Like, I will never judge someone who, who likes Crow, but I'm very much in the middle with it where it's like, I hate you as a part. Not only are you annoying as Aldrin, but you're just such a like, like, like a hot topic emo boy that I want to punch you in the face as a guardian. Mm. Like uh, there's yeah. that. We're like, 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 literally, just put, like, like, just, like, just put him in some skinny jeans, and that man is just the sad boy, like everybody wants him to be. And I'm calling out prismatic so hard right now, and it's the funniest thing. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, like, wait! Put a pin in it. We're gonna go back like, to the previous conversation because you didn't let me finish. Um, okay. The whole Adolf Hitler thing. If he was brought back as a guardian, he would get the same treatment that Crow got. There would be so many guardians who would just kill this man repeatedly. And understand me, right. I am no so way what's the, like, what's the but difference? you will find people that understand that he is not the same person and would still fight with him. Because if he is turned over this completely new leaf and is not the same person and is working to be good and support you know, whatever is good in whatever fucking universe this crazy thing happens. Like, you're gonna have that dichotomy of people who only see him as a new person and the people who see him for what he was before. It's not like Adolf Hitler is being revived and is like, oh, I did all these terrible things, but here, hair flip, 
a new leaf, like a new chance to live life. Like he would have no fucking idea about what he did or what he stood for or the atrocities that he committed. If Savathun were to like turn around and show him all of that stuff and then he knew who he was. Oh no, absolutely. Wipe him off the face of the fucking planet. So what's the difference for Aldrin? For Crow? The difference is we actually got the watch him grow as a guardian and see so, his so, 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 but also, <laughs> so I don't think was a bad person. I completely understand mm-hmm. the thought process mm-hmm. that went behind mm-hmm. Forsake, like, the story leading up to Forsaken. I understand he was grieving. Grief makes people do horrible, terrible, really fucking off-the-wall things. So I went through that story. I played... Yo, it, was, it wasn't just grief. It was also abuse because because uh, Marisol straight up abused manipulated. that man. Let's, let's keep... Like, and on top of that... I went through Forsaken just on, actually on, listening and looking at the story. And by the end of it, I was playing with two people that last mission who were like, ah, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. And I was sitting there like, you're finally... Like, I mean, on top of that, you got to see him... Like, you saw he got corrupted. He wasn't himself. Riven took, like, put a thing in his mind and kind of just blew all of his emotions Yeah, Riven took manipulation to a whole new level and literally used the thing that would make him do anything. And the thing with Crow is he didn't know about who who he was until Savathun was like, here you go! And that, like, Here's all of your memories back. And that mentally messed him up for so long. We we still ain't heard from Glint in like four seasons. Oh, we we ain't heard from Glint since the season of Lost. Has anyone thought about that? Like Crow's just been existing and Glint's yes, been nowhere to be sad, found. I like their <laughs> so yeah, it's very hilarious. The, um, the whole Aldrin thing has Crow fucked up knowing what he knows but then on top of that you had crow already fucked up because he was reborn into this life and these people just started killing him and hurting him and torturing him for according to him no fucking reason it's not like somebody would talk to him and explain to him what the fuck happened or why you hate me like so yeah i would be fucked up too and all of a sudden you meet this one guardian who's just like oh maybe i won't kill you on site i recognize your face though even though I totally am the, the, the one who killed you. Uh, it's, we don't it's know that. It's heavily implied that it was Petra. Uh, I don't know. Both guns were pointed. It's, it's entirely possible, but it's fine. Um, I mean, if but, it was but, Petra, I understand, because she had a massive... Well, oh, you know, Petra would have popped him in the face. But, like, on sight. Like, like straight up on sight. But I, I want to keep it moving with one last, uh, like, 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 controversial... Not really Aww. controversial, but I think it's important that we talk about this. Um... It's okay to take a break. Don't let the game control your life. Yeah. When I Beca- yeah, go ahead, Joel. No, I what take breaks a lot. I'll play. I have a bunch of other games I'll play, just so I can take a break from Destiny. And on top of that, Des- right. I also take three. I use Destiny as my break from other games. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, like, there, there's that meme that's been going around that like was said for so long, and now it's been like turned into like actual merchandise. But, like, when people say, go touch some grass, it's because they actually want to care about your mental health. They want you to not be devoted. And even Bungie has said, like, once you get your pinnacles done and, like, finish the activities, like, that's fine. Like, you, can, you can go somewhere else. Can come back next week at reset. Like, no one's going to be upset with you. That's why when people, like, 
get like were super upset that I was like not a big fan of like like low man raids and low man content and like going out of bounds and stuff like that when people were upset at me for that. The biggest controversy with that that I would say is why not just take a break? Why like like if you've done every ounce of content in the game and you deem it not fun, a why are you playing the game? And B, if you've done everything in the game for that week, go take a break. Like no one's gonna be upset with you. No one will judge you. No one like no no one will say. Sh- and they they, they 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 judge you for it and say you're not devoted enough. Tell, like 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 tell them to, they're, they're not they're, a true they're, destiny fan. They're, like. they're not a true destiny fan. Flat out. Like they don't care about you. They think that they need to be devoted to the game. There's literal day one runners, literal content creators that have started to be variety streamers instead of destiny because they care about their own mental health. Like I mean, legitimately. The only seasonal content is going to be around until the next big expansion comes out. The only time where it's like, maybe you need to start grinding stuff is at the end of like the, the season right before the next big content drop. Right. And like, like there was even uh like, I know some people that will come in the first week of the season and then we'll come in the last week of the season, do all the story content they missed. Like, I, my roommate literally, like, just did all of the seasonal content last week. And she's content with that because she knows if she plays too much, she'll get burned out. Or, like, every once in a while, she'll do a raid or a dungeon or something like that. She, she doesn't do too much. Like, she because, it, like, she knows she'll get burned out. Like, some people just aren't, like... And heck, there's people like me and Prismatic who, like, either, sh- like, 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 she, like, they already have tattoos for the game. I'm planning on getting a giant Save 14 tattoo here soon. Like, there's people who have. (laughs) Well, no, like, I'm I'm saying, like, we are huge fans. Like, this this game is a big portion of our lives to the point we made a podcast out of it. But there, no one will ever judge you, or any real fan will ever judge you for putting down the controller and physically going to get some sunlight because vitamin D is important and touching some grass. Feeling the outside, grass, just doing something else doesn't matter what it is. Drinking some water, like have you drank your water today? I hope you feel attacked. Water, water check, like get some. I actually have today. Thank you very much. Um, but uh, I have. Like, I had some water. I'm drinking some apple juice right now. I'm not drinking soda for once. Like, like I, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I don't care, but I got my big orange bubba I next got to a me. Big sparkly nice. Thing up every day with ice water lasts me the whole day. So you know when we say that stuff, we we care about you. We want we mean you to it out enjoy. of love. We say yeah. that out of love. So like, man, like, 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 legitimately, the best thing that me and to- and told did this week is when we w- were able to say we got all of our bounty grinding done for next season. I have not. We went I have well, not. well when we thought we got all of our bounty uh, bounty grinding done, we went and played Dead by Daylight in Fortnite for two hours, and it was fun. Like, playing Fortnite was so break. much fun. Bro, we, we literally were Goku running around the map as freaking Goku and Vegeta having fun. Like, legitimately, like, I was, we can crank 90s as Goku now. Nothing matters. Just feel that pride in yourself. So, so just, just like, take a break. At the same time, I'm not worried about, part of me is honestly gonna just maybe finish up a few more dailies and then be like, all right, I'm done grinding dailies because that's what burns me out. Doing repetitive stuff for like an hour. I just can't do it. So it just bounty grinding takes a lot out of me. So that's why when I say 
go take a break. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean it because I do it all the time. Like I start to finish bounty grinding on my Titan by Tuesday. And that's his main. And that's my main. Like I'm done on all my other characters except for my hunter, which I have one weekly left. But that's beside the point. I can get that done. I will, in like I will hour. be the weird right. So just and like... that's just playing Gambit with somebody, which will be fun because I'm actually playing with other people. It's mm-hmm. just doing the monotonous dailies by myself. That just it's boring. I hate it, and I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I'll be the weird one here. Uh, touching grass fault. is not used as a compliment here. It is, in most cases, when you see people saying that, it is meant as a as a. That one. That's I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, mainly because it's, like they want you to stop being so sweaty, put some deodorant on, and take care of your mental health, and put the game to. Because when you're playing, well, like especially in PvP, if you're playing so much that your KD is like 2.0 or something like that, you need to go take a bath. You need to go, like, like eat some food, drink some water, like, like like go see your loved ones for five minutes. You got some loved ones? Go take care of yourself. Watch a TV show. Like do something. Read a book. Go read a book for a couple hours. Read Jeanette McCurdy's new book because it's really good. Like do something. Dang it! Like, like that's what we mean when we say that as an insult. It's because we want you to like do, oh, no, do better. Oh no, I understand to that. I fully do. I just the way that you said that was like it means we. It means people care. Most of the time, no, they're calling you a no life. Not and... always. No, but from us, it from us, um, it means we care. Like it means we care. But I, I will say occasionally, it means, it means that you have no life. Like there's that meme from South Park where like they literally had to kill the World of Warcraft dude who was like had reached a level that was unattainable by even the devs, and they're like, "How do we kill that which has no life?" Like they mean. That. Oh my god! So go. I'm gonna go off into a little tangent. Panda will know what I'm gonna talk about. Oh dear. But. Today we were trying to do a div run to help some of our clan mates get <laughs> divinity because they didn't have it, and we were ru- we're running some master content, master raid content, helping one of our other people get their disciple slayer seal. And this guy joins us, who is level a thousand in the in the in the season pass. In the season pass. And so either he you, cheated or he has no life. And mind you, the me and Panda. Are about between 260 270 i think which is normal for gm people but like do like even his osseo sugar was like level four like level 400 like and it's like, it had no life that that's odd and like i worked a remote job i still had where i still had enough time in my day to feel like i had no life even though i te- i did but it's like there comes a point. Like, where you gotta just tap out, dog. Right. Like, I, come, I want... The hot take uh, is, there comes a point when you just need to take a step back, take a breath, and be like, it's okay, I can put the controller, the keyboard, down, and the mouse down for, like, an hour. It's okay to do that. See, I'm the person yeah. that gets crippling so take care of yourself and has been playing this game consistently for the last five years you can tell which seasons i was either suffering in or took a mini break in because my collections page is not complete and the big the biggest one is (laughs) the season of the drifter i think when gambit prime came out i didn't get any of the main activity emblems for that season because i think 
I was having a particularly hard time. I have to go back and look at the timeline, but I'm pretty sure I know around what time that happened. And I was just fighting every day to survive at that point. So, which is valid, you know, and like, so I am one of those people that I don't really play other games. Like the only game that I play more than destiny and don't judge me there. It's a, like a dating sim game on my phone. And I have played it every single day for almost a year and a half. Nah, fam. You play Deep Rock Galactic. Don't 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 don't. No, no. Not, I mean, not like, I don't yourself. I don't go and play for long periods of time. I play one or two missions on Deep Rock, and then I'm back to Destiny. Like, we'll play Overcooked every once in a while. Every once in a while, we'll jump onto Warframe. But I'm usually within the same day. I am back on Destiny doing something. I'm on Destiny all of the fucking time. <laughs> and there are times where I'll just sit at this desk and go. This isn't fucking fun anymore but usually when that happens i'm like oh but i have two other characters that i've been neglecting and so i'm gonna go do things on that or hey we're supposed to go do this later i'm gonna go try to do this or hey i should probably clean out my fucking vault because you guys gave me 100 spaces and it's full of guns <laughs> i'm never gonna use let's be honest oh once we're finished with this i have one <laughs> last thing well, we, we gotta go need to wrap it up so like I completely understand. Okay. I completely understand that you're taking a break, supporting your mental health, drink your water, all that stuff. I 100% am for it. You can ask me anytime. I'm always an open inbox, an open shoulder, an open ear to cry on. Whatever you need to do, just tell me you need a body. I'll just sit in a party with you and be background noise, and you can laugh at how absolutely fucking ridiculous I am in real life. It's like, but I'm also that person that doesn't really take a break from this game, and I'm bad about that. My partner will especially <laughs> comment on that because they get upset that I don't play anything else. I'm only on this game all the time. Entirely too much. <laughs> but regarding your vault, you know that roll you said you'd save? That gun you said? You're like, yeah, this will come handy later. <laughs> no, it won't. Right, there was it. there was another hot take where it's it was okay. like you could delete almost your whole vault mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter. Right. Like like legitimately Especially like, like crafting now, where it's like most of the seasonal guns are craftable. As long as you can get those crafted rolls, mo most of the guns that are coming out now are better than the old ones. Hey, maybe except for like a handful of guns. Like in like, like the, that, the, yeah. Who cares? And don't get me At wrong. At this point, Oh god! Don't get me wrong, but the the only thing you should be keeping in your vault is exotics, crafted weapons, the few weapons that like are hard to drop, and you have that random the trials weapons, and mm -hmm. then armor. And don't like get it twisted. A um, lot of armor is worth it because of all the build crafting you can do with it. Right, and like, don't get it twisted. There's things like Plug One and Hot Head, and like I of Soul and Summoner that they're leaving this season. Like, and you'll have right. content creators that are telling you go get that, but you don't need that. You 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 need a solar auto rifle? Go play Europa missions. Get you an Arctic Haze. You need a rocket launcher? Go get you a Hooskow from from Prophecy Dungeon. Like, or you can you, go play uh, Vault of Glass. That's free to play. You can get these inventions. 
Well, I'm saying because like they needed an arc one. Like, 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 like I'm just saying like, uh, like, like if you need something, we can make it happen. Like if anybody ever pulls some old school like 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 need Galahorn or kick out of an LFG type crap, come come right with us. Uh, li- uh, the, the the like if you like we will we will include the link to the clan down below. You gotta just like like DM us on Twitter or something like that. Let us know what your what your name TikTok, is. Like, TikTok like my TikTok up now. You know, we'll follow t- me on t- TikTok. T- yeah, don't pull it up on TikTok. Uh, like we're gonna have the host page, the host page is set up on the, on the website cosmosradio.com, uh, like already set up soon. So make sure you check that out for like everything. But you know, just take care of yourself. Don't stress too much. Get excited for new content. Um, and just just be ha- be hype, y'all. Be hype. Destiny is thriving right now. Um, like we always say, don't forget you can follow us on t- on TikTok uh, with our personals. We'll have the link below. Uh, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio. That way you know when we get um when content drops, when we post new episodes. Heck, we were even retweeting the TWAB today and some folks were shouting at us. So make sure you do that. Uh, make sure you rate us on Spotify. Most people want to listen to us on Spotify. Thank you. We have like over like, like over a hundred different listeners across we Spotify. So Spotify, we, Apple we love podcast. you. Yeah, so like check us out for real. We appreciate y'all. And just Help us grow this show. We we want to like get more guests on. We want to like do things and have fun. We got one guest coming up. You know, like, that you should, y'all should get excited for. Just like get hype, get hype, and enjoy next the content. Week is gonna be a banger. Next show. week is gonna be a lot. We got a lot going on next week, and it's gonna be like literally me and Toll are gonna like the minute we record next, we are going to bed because we gotta get up and do the rain. <laughs> so get ready for that. Um, but we will catch you folks next week. Um, right here at uh, Cosmic Radio. I'll catch you star side, folks. Bye. Peace out, yo.